This episode is sponsored by Visual Media. Are you an entrepreneur or a small business looking to take your brand to the next level? Then Visual Media is the service for you. Visual Media is a video production company who specializes in creating high-quality visual content for social media, websites, and online courses. Head over to Visual Media on Instagram and drop Resilience in their DM to get started. That's V-Z-U-A-L-M-E-D-I-A underscore to get started. What's up, everyone? This is Resilience in Action with Aaron Brown, the number one podcast for anyone looking to have a greater human experience. What's going on, everyone? This is Resilience in Action with Aaron Brown, and today our special, special, special guest, no one other then Ra the Wizard. Let's go, honey. Yes, with the fingers. Listen, <laughs> if you're if you're watching this interview, I know it's gonna be fire. But if you're listening to it, it's gonna be good too. But you might as well go over to my YouTube and watch the interview because I know this is about to be lit. Ra, tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm, thank you, Aaron. It is so wonderful to be here again. I am. A Raheem White, the transformation wizard, Ra the wizard for short. And I am just, you know, who am I? I, I okay, so I'm gonna give you like the, 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 the version that's real out there, and I'm gonna give you the version that's a little closer to the center. So the real out there is I am a multidimensional, high vibrational, divine being in a physical body here to raise the consciousness and the frequency of the planet. I am a systems buster. I come here to disrupt things to dismantle systems of oppression and fear and infuse it with light and love and joy and fun and possibility and expansion and all those good things. (laughs) And then a little closer to center, um, I'm an artist. I'm a healing facilitator. I got my master's of fine arts degree in dance performance and choreography and my bachelor's um, in bachelor's of fine arts degree in dance performance and choreography. Um, New York University, Church School of the Arts for my master's, University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign for undergrad. And I also studied abroad in Taiwan at the Taipei National University of the Arts. Taipei, Ishu Dashue. I think that's still pretty good. Um, And yeah, and then I'm trained in Akashic Record Readings. I've been a Reiki Master teacher for over 10 years. I'm Again, I'm just, I'm here to do the healing work. I'm here to illuminate the shadows. I'm here to talk about, I am the voice. I always say that I am the emotion my family refuses to express. So that's how I've come in, you know? I am the emotion my family refuses to express. Let's go, let's start right there because that, (laughs) y'all, listen, that was, that has some weight to it. So let's go there. Like what, say more, what does that mean to you? Absolutely. Um, so I did not necessarily grow up in a spiritual household, uh, but I grew up in a hood house, okay? My my mama and my daddy were both big-time drug dealers. My father operated in multiple states. He was, like, doing things. And I am the firstborn. I'm the oldest of eight, uh, 13. And so me being the firstborn, me being male-bodied, there is a lot of ways that one is supposed to enact in the world. There's there's a lot of ways that I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be masculine. I'm the first born. I'm supposed to lead the legacy of our name. You know, real, real, like, they're old. 
Honey, Real, old mentality. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, but also like the there's a there's a pushing away. There was a pushing away of softening of sensitivity because I was an extremely sensitive child. Um, I was an empath. I was always feeling people's emotions. I cried a lot. I would feel when people didn't want me around or that people didn't like me, and I, I was really I I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel cared for. And because of that, I cried a lot, mm. you know, and I was and I was reprimanded for that. I was chastised for that a lot. Um, and I wasn't held in loving support, which is what I really needed at that time. Mm-hmm. So as I got older and I came out, once I came out at 14, baby, I was loud. <laughs> and I was so like boldly myself because for so long I felt that I needed to hide who I was. I wasn't comfortable with my sexuality, you mm-hmm. know? Um, Cause they, again, there was no, there was no space for that. There was no space for you to be actually true to who you are. I even watched my parents navigate relationships that did not honor them or that they were dishonorable in um, for the sake of face. Yeah. Right. And so I felt like that was the way that I needed to be until I came out and I was like, oh no, actually, I'm going to be everything you told me not to be. Now what? Mm. You know, and that was, that was, it was a lot for people. <laughs> what, what what was your family's initial reaction? To me coming out as gay. Yes. Um, oh, okay. We're going to do a role play. So my mom was in jail for six months. First time in prison. And me and my mom has always had this really beautiful relationship where she was my best friend. I mean, we grew up together. She had me when she was 15 and I helped her raise my siblings. You know what I'm saying? Like it was us. So she had gotten out of jail. She'd come home. I was really happy to see her. I hugged her, but she didn't hug me back. Something was off. Something was off. Like I ain't seen you in six months, lady. What is going on? Yeah. Later on, I'm like, I got something to tell you. She said, okay. So. I'm going to be me. You're going to be my mom. No, no, no. You're going to be me. I'm going to be my mom. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you're going to say, mom, then do a little pause. Say, I'm gay. Okay. Yes. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mom. I'm How gay. the fuck did you say that? Right. Oh. I broke down. Mm. Mm. I, I, to not be held by my mother in such a vulnerable time who was my best friend who I've been through I've seen parts of her that no one else none of my other siblings have seen or will ever know Mm -hmm. I've had to be there in ways that other people in her life have never been there Mm -hmm. no so that was my mama Mm. my father Oh, <laughs> well, I will say, well, I, I won't, I won't give it away. So his best friend's son and I went to school together. Mm-hmm. I did not like him. He did not like me. He always used to pick on me. He was a bully. And my father come home from one of his, you know, extended trips doing the, the business. Yeah. And he comes in. I mean, I'm uh, it, 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 I know I cussed already. Should I should I try to keep you know what? Authentically you. So let her, okay, let her I, fly. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um so he comes in the house. I'm playing the game. That was our that was our like um place where we were equal. 
Okay, video that's games. your bonding. That's yeah. That was our bonding thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video games. So he come in, he like, what's this shit I hear about you holding something in hand on Howard Street? <laughs> Context. Howard is the street that I grew up on. It is the place everybody knows my parents. Like everybody. You walk down the street, don't nobody know who I'm. Everybody knows who I am because mm. they know my parents. You know? <laughs> Why would I put myself in that? Just, like, just think, brother. Just think. Just think. He wasn't thinking. He was, he was upset. He was, he was in, enraged mm -hmm. by his little sissy son. So he says, what he said? I said, that's not true. But I do have something I want to tell you. I think you should sit down. He says, I think I'll stand. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> well, well <laughs> I'm gay. I'm biting my fingers. He, he, he said, well, the next time my company asks me who you are, I'm going to tell them you a motherfucking sis. And he walked away. And I was like, huh? That went a lot better than I expected. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> to think like that type of reaction. And you're saying that went a lot better than what you expected. Oh, that says a lot about, that says a lot about us as a black community. Mm -hmm. It says a lot. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, after that, he and I had like lots of arguments. He put me out. It was a thing. It was, it was like, it was very, even my grandmother, who was like my, my, my like right hand, you know, she was like, you know, how, how you going to say that to your father and da, 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 da. I'm like, lady, what are you talking about? Like, he came for me. Yeah. You know what? You know, he's going through a lot. He's, he's going through a lot. What do, what do you think? I, so I, my feelings, I'm not, you know, you don't, how dare you not validate my feelings? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a lot of that. It was a lot of that during that time. And did you yeah. ever, did you and your family, have you gotten to a point where it's not like that anymore? Absolutely. Me and my mama like this, Ace Bone Cone, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We were just in New Orleans together. I saw all your picture. <laughs> okay, right. I had, on my, I had on this cute, you can't see my whole thing, but it's this beautiful orange dress. Okay, I'm like, I'm I'm very much so all of me. Mm -hmm. And my father has also come around. You know, we have a very loving relationship now. Um, it's taken, now he, he, our relationship is much more recent, like in the past two years since gotcha. pandemonium. Okay. You know, but me and my mama, we got over that hump really kind of um, in my teenage years. Okay, good, good, yeah. good. And how's your other siblings? How did they react to... Um, the news or did it even really matter to them? Most of them, it did not matter. Some of them had some, some of them were being picked on because I was gay. So that was a little challenging. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is my brother. I love him. Um, but like, these are friends and I, I want to fit in and, yeah. you know, but like my, my, the brother that's right next to me, he was never going. He like, no, you're not going to say that about my brother. I don't give a damn who you are. Like, no. So, like, shout out to you, bro. I love you, Bill. He was on go. On go. You know. Like, uh-uh. You can say what you want, but what you're not going to say is that. Right, right, gotcha. right. Exactly. Yes, and yes, so, okay. They've always been, like, a, a, a really loving support for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always good to have that. I'm so mm -hmm. glad you were able to find 
you know, those relationships again with your parents. And um, how about your grandmother? Did Were you able to reconcile that relationship? I was, I was, I was. You know, me and my, so my grandmother was um, a seven-day Adventist. So mm. she went to church every day. Uh-huh. And, you know, her relationship with God was the most thing. Her whole thing was, and she was from Belize. So she said, me, me just don't want to go to heaven and no see you there. You know, I don't want to go to heaven and see you ain't there. Mm-hmm. You know, and because she thought in her mind to be gay, you're automatically going to hell. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I had to teach her and show her that it is not my sexuality. It is not one's sexuality that's going to automatically give them passage to these pearly gates, honey. Mm-hmm. It is the quality of your character. It is the energy of your soul. It is the way that you are living your life on the planet, not because of these man-made ideals and rules about how you're supposed to get there. Mm. And so once she really got to see who I am and the loving person that I am, regardless of my sexuality, actually my sexuality allows me to be more loving Mm. because I don't have to deal with the idea of what a straight black man is supposed to act like and be like. I can can just demolish all of that because again, I'm a systems buster. Busting systems up. Hello. Yes. Yes, here for it, here for it. Okay. The way I got a question. I got a question. Oh, let's go, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, when did you come out? So, boom. So, I always knew that I was different, right? Always, from the from jump, right? I always knew I was different. Um, I remember, like, having a crush on, like, Christina Milian and like Britney Spears and stuff like that, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like I always kept those secrets, you know, those feelings to myself, you know. And there was a movie called If These Walls Could Talk Too. And it's about a a house. And there's three different lesbian couples who live in this house and they're each a uh, different time period. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, so mm. good, so good. And my, my sister, I love her to death, but she freaking tortured me. Like, mm. ah, you gay, ah, ah. So I just never said, you know, I just stayed to myself. I had boyfriends to make everyone around me feel comfortable. Um, Inside, I am screaming. I am like, this is not me. I do not like this stubble. Like, what the hell is this? Like, ill. I don't like any of it. But to appease everyone else around me until I hit 11th grade. I hit 11th grade. And at that moment I was like, you know what? I've always been a tomboy. So I always had on like cargoes or camouflage and, you know, I had little stints where I did, you know, dress feminine, but I was never comfortable. I was never comfortable. My mom was braiding my hair, doing some cornrows one day. And um, I said, mom, you know, I have something to tell you. Yes, get lean in. This is good. This is good. Right? Lean in. Mama, I have something to tell you. She's like, what is it, baby? I'm like, I like girls. She said, and I quote, oh, that's it? I already knew that. I was just waiting for you to tell me. Oh. Girl, why? First of all, thank you for being so loving and supportive of me, but why couldn't you tell me? have given me a hint like I understand she wanted me to discover who I was on my own Mm -hmm. and I'm so Mm -hmm. glad that she allowed me to do that and I had the space 
you know, my dad, he wasn't really, we never talked about it. We, well, that's, that's a conversation we never, ever talked. We just never talked about it. Like to um, this day as well? So he passed away. Um, I, I came out in 11th grade. He passed away three days before my senior prom. And I actually wow. wore a dress. So in this episode, I think I'll I'll dig up the archives and I'll find my prom picture. Like I had my hair was laid, like okay. I was done. You couldn't tell me nothing. You know. <laughs> and I wore a dress because I knew that my dad would want to see me in a dress. Like, and that's the only reason I wore it to to make him happy. Cause at the end of the day, he was he was my rock star. Like, you know. And he had uh he got diagnosed with cancer when I was in tenth grade. So um 10th grade and 11th grade well more 11th grade I kind of like spiraled and I like mm. went on this like really crazy self-destructing path and to the point where I got suspended from school because someone gave me some stolen CDs I didn't know they were stolen and then CDs for those who you don't know CDs are something that we used to listen to music back in the day. Yes, yes. We used to burn our own mixtape. I was the mixtape goddess. Like, I used to make some <laughs> fire mixtapes, right? And I remember sitting in the office, my mom, the principal, and the principal, I think we're about to leave. I'm suspended, whatever. She's like, yeah, and Erin can't come back until she goes to take a drug test because it was brought to my attention that she's been taking um, some type of drug before coming to school that like like so so dealing with my sexuality trying to navigate that my father getting um diagnosed with cancer and he always had a a head full of hair his eyebrows were were thick and to come home one day and then that shit is just gone Mm. i went i went spiraled and i yeah i used to, to go in his drawer because they, they prescribed them Percocets. So I used to go in his drawer and take two before I went to school every morning. Okay. Yeah. So to navigate that, um, I just spiraled. So we, that's unfortunately. Can we just take a breath? I know you are good. Thank mm, you. You're good. You're good. Yes. Please continue. So I never, we never got a chance to really talk about who I was growing up, um, who I wanted to be as I got older. Um, so unfortunately, you know, he passed away and we never, we never, that's a conversation we never, ever talked about. So, unfortunately, but me and my mom, tight to this day, like, I still, like, we talk about it often. I'm like, mom, like, life could have been so much easier if you would have just, like, told me that you already knew. So I could have stopped masquerading as this person that I wasn't. But it taught me, it taught me a lot. So, yeah, 11th grade, I came out to my mom, um... After, you know, battling, like, being bullied in, in a sense, you know, 
and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was an interesting time in my life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Another question. Mm -hmm. And and how has that experience of 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 gaining the confidence and the then the self-awareness to know this part of you? Because people think that because we're gay, because we're queer um, or lesbian, however, we they associate our full identity with our sexuality, not mm. understanding that this is a part of the whole. So how has this experience helped to shape your life today? Well, mm, where do I even start with that? I, I've always been a super loving person, not always towards myself. I would love everyone else. Um, and internally, I would self-harm, as in, like, drinking a lot, you know, doing drugs. Not cra- not anything crazy. Not, not, like, binging or whatever, but definitely smoked a lot of weed. A lot of weed. Um, drank, like, to a point where my sister would be like, my middle name is Ashley, and growing up, my family, everyone calls me Ashley. So... She's like, Ash, like, are you okay? Like, you're drinking a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm just a life at a party. I'm just a life at a party. I just love having fun, masking everything that I'm going through, everything that I've been through, and everything I know I still have to to go through. Um, But that that experience has taught me that there's a a power in stepping Mm. into your full self. Like your full self. Yes, I am black. Yes, I am a lesbian. But but I'm also a, a sister. I am an aunt. You know, yes. I am, and I present masculine. I present masculine, but that doesn't mean I'm not feminine. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of things. Oh, she wants to be a man. No, no, no. Thank you. So no, no. I am happy with who I am. It took me so long to get to a point of. Of just being like step being bold, being brave, and knowing that I am loved mm. unconditionally. And and that experience has taught me to love myself, and the love that I have for myself is now in abundance, and I can share with so many other people. Ashay. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. Hi. I know this is gonna be this today. I listen. <laughs> this is why I love just shooting at the hip because a lot of people ask me, hey, do you have questions? I don't have questions. I don't want to have questions. I want us to talk and I want our conversations just to flow. This is why I love doing this. I love interviewing. I love being interviewed. You said I got questions. I said, yes, I'm here for it. Okay. You know, <laughs> I am here for it. Um. So when did you step fully into yourself like when did you mm. when did you break free of the of what society and what our families tell told us and told you that you were supposed to be and step fully into you know your femininity and and yeah okay i love this i love this hey 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 if you're enjoying this content do not forget to rate and review Wherever you're listening to this podcast, be sure to rate and review. It helps us reach more people in more ways. Now, 
let's get back to some resilience. So I think this, this has happened twice in the past five years. Absolutely. Twice. Okay. Twice. Um, <laughs> twice. <laughs> Uh, the first time was, I want to say it was, it was either 2017 or 2018 when I did a Sankofa rice of passage process. Sankofa is a Ghanaian concept, which means to go back and fetch. And it was a 15 week process, 15 strong process. I say strong instead of saying weak, um, where we actually looked at our life from pre-birth till death. You look at all of the trauma that you were cooking in and your parents and the trauma that you experienced throughout your life in, the, in, in very specific age times, mm-hmm. right? It's like uh, zero to three, three to seven, seven to 11, 11 to 14, 14 to 18, and then 18, you know, very specific timelines, developmental stages in your life. And in that you look at um, who were your helpers, who were your guides, um, again, traumas you experienced, and some other things. Right? Mm-hmm. And then we also had other, other experiences in this. You clear up the energy so that you can be more fully present now. And there was one exercise in particular where we did a, with a partner sitting back to back. And my partner was my son, Kofa brother, Kwame Johnson, Ibaye. He passed this year, actually. Mm. I was like 48. Wow. Um, we were sitting back to back. My father was in prison. And I wanted to do some healing work around my relationship with my father. And so you sit back to back with this person, you tell them, you describe the person that you're doing the work toward. So mm-hmm. since it was my father, I would say, um, I would describe him physically, things that he would say to me, what his tone of voice would be like, so they could get the energy. Sure, sure. When they got it, they you turn to face each other and they embody that spirit. And baby, when I tell you he became my father, he was my daddy. And I was so angry. And I didn't even know. I was so angry. I was heated. I was like, oh. And he was like, what do you want from me? I'm like, I don't want anything from you. You can't give me what you don't have for yourself. You can't Mm. love me because you don't love you. Mm. And once I felt that this weight lifted off my shoulders and I was like huh I really want to wear a dress (laughs) then I started like wearing dresses Mm -hmm. and my my femme identity started to emerge like having more conversations about what does it mean to be femme what does it mean to be gender fluid what does it mean to to have a feminine spirit and a masculine body. Mm-hmm. Right? That was such a different concept. Like two-spirit is something that we've known of from Native American tribes since time immemorial. There were always five genders, mm-hmm. right? But in Western society, we only have two. So to understand myself as a two-spirited being, it's like, wow, like this makes so much more sense. I feel yeah. more like me. And it's been, and and now I just have so much more access to my full power. Mm-hmm. So that was the that was the initial like, here you are. And then this year, when I invited myself, when I gave myself permission to be the transformation wizard, you know, like I am magic in a body, honey. I've always been that, and I've also so if someone looks at me from when I was a a, a child to now, 
I transformed drastically mm -hmm. at each stage. Like some people like, like mm, you change. I'm like, a, I'm a different, I'm many different people. Ooh. You know? Ooh, yes. I mean, I, I and, and I experienced it and those who've known me from before, they're like, you're Aaron. Aaron is my first name. I go by my middle name, Raheem. <laughs> okay. Um, but you're different. You're, 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 it's like, there's something else and it is something else. And I feel it. I'm like, that's why I too experience overwhelm of me. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm receiving all of this too. <laughs> you know? So when I gave myself permission to just be as big and magical as I am, I mean, the time of magic is coming back. We've always known that magic existed. Mm -hmm. um, and we as melanated people, we have, we have been magic, which is just uncolonized science, which is just intention made one manifested. That's all magic is. People think magic mm. is like out of nothing. No, yeah. magic, magic is a science. It requires specific ingredients in order to make things happen. Mm. You just have to know those ingredients, put them in their right combinations, do the thing, and it will yield a, a particular result. That's it. It ain't it ain't from nothing. It's all energy. Yeah. Right? And so as I step more into the fullness of my energy and I honor my majesty, it's just, it's just, I'm just me. I'm like, I I, I know I give rich vibes, honey, because I've been a multimillionaire. I know I give magical wizard dress because I've been practicing magic my whole life and previous lifetimes. Mm -hmm. You know, so like this is nothing. I'm just being who I've always been. That's it. And for those who have negative things to say about that, it's just because they don't allow themselves to be all of who they desire to be. They see me and they say, well, what makes them think that they can do that? Mm -hmm. I do. I gave me permission. I don't need your permission. I used to. And that's the difference. Yes. Yes. It's so crazy. I was listening to a podcast. Glennon Doyle has a podcast. And um, her and Aunt Abby Wombat, uh, what is it called? Um, I'm blanking right now. But there was a guest on there and they were speaking of um, like them stepping into their fullness and you know their masculine and their feminine and and like dishonoring their grandmother and they said something into the effects of I hold no bad ill or ill will against you because you're angry at me because you weren't able or um, able or like not, not necessarily persuaded, but you weren't allowed. You didn't have the permission to step into who you fully were. So you feel, of, of course, you feel some type of resentment towards me because here I am showing up fully as myself in all my glory, you know, and celebrating me. And you're still stuck in your box. I feel like that's what you're saying in a sense. Yes. Like, yeah, yes. you're... Mm. Like we don't we don't have time for for there's a levels of um there's levels and spaces that I refuse to even step my toes in anymore. Uh because because we're above that. We that vibration no longer serves us. So here we are on a whole nother level, a whole nother playing field. And nothing against anyone else who who hasn't gotten there yet. You will get there eventually in due time, hopefully. Uh, but but I'm not going to let you 
bring me back down. Period. Doop. Exclamation mark. <laughs> Smiley faces. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ra, the transformational wizard. How do you transform people? Mm -hmm. First, it's Ra, the transformation wizard. No AL on the end of that. Gotcha. Ooh. Gotcha. My bad. Oh. My it's bad. All good. It's all good. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, I, 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 my name. Now, the, what was the question? I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, in your practice, how, if someone came to you, how would you transform their lives? Or is that even something mm -hmm. you Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, that is something that I do. Hello. Period. Um, so first, when a client comes to me, they have to know what it is that they are seeking. Mm. Right? Typically, yep. people come to me in, in various transitions in their lives. They're leaving their careers. They're leaving relationships. Um, they've been in a marriage for oh so many oh so many years, and and now they're leaving that, and they don't know who they are. Ah. Like they they their identity is so wrapped up in this other person that they're trying to figure out who they are as a single entity. Um, and so I always say, like, if you're in a a, a place where you're just questioning, consultations is the best way. So we can have a conversation and really tease out what's the best way for us to work together, mm. if it is for us to work together, you know? Like, I also honor that I'm not for everybody and everybody is not for me. Mm -hmm. And so if there may be a desire to work with me, but maybe actually what you need is my girlfriend over here, Ray, who is a trauma therapist. Ooh. You know, maybe you need to work with her for a while. Uh -huh. And then after you do that work, you come back over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, there's more... There's so much abundance in the world, and I believe in the importance of sharing that and directing people to exactly where they're supposed to be with who they're supposed to do their work with. Absolutely. Anyway, consultation. Then I have, you can get my experiences a la carte, but I always recommend that we do uh, the restoration, right? Reset, reset, restore, receive. And that is a three-hour deep dive with me we go into your Akashic Records. We do some energy healing. We do some liberatory movement to get you open. And then we do an integration. Well, all of this information that we've absorbed and we've learned from us working, now we put it into a game plan. Mm. How is this actually going to work in your life? I feel like we go to a lot of things and it's like, okay, I got all this information, but I don't know what to do with it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, I've, been, I've been there. So I'm like, okay. Now this is what you do. This is exactly what you do. And if you do these things, your life will change. Mm. But if you don't do these things, you will stay the same. Yeah. Like I, it's just that simple. People feel like they're going to come to the thing. Like you're, you're working with me, you're absolutely going to feel great. Mm -hmm. Like it may be emotional. Typically it is emotional. Mm -hmm. We cry, we laugh, we, we do all the things. And then you have all of these tools that you can use after you leave me. And that's my thing. I don't want you dependent upon me. I want you to be able to cook for yourself. I want you to be able to fish for yourself. I want you to be able to make the transformation in your life for yourself. I am here just as a guide. Uh, right. so, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I hey, hey, hey. Did you know I wrote a book? It's called The Value Method. Five Steps to Unlocking Your Greatest Potential. And in it, I share just that. 
five wildly easy, actionable steps that will set you up to have a greater human experience daily. I've included interactive worksheets and small assignments at the end of each chapter. You're literally creating a living blueprint of your best life. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to purchase your copy and a copy for a friend. Um, Because there's so often we have these these coaches out here um, who depend solely on like client, client, client. And you're giving them things to do, but you're not, <clears throat> you're fishing for them and you're not teaching them how to fish. So they continue to have to come back to you, come back to you, come back to you. Um, I, so I 110% believe that if I'm coaching you and we're going through the process, I want you to not need me. I'm coaching yes. you to not need me so you can do whatever it is that you were trying to do on your own. And I can, I can wa- sit back and watch you succeed from afar. Yes. And be like, oh, baby, go baby. I'm in the background clapping. You got it. You got it. You know, I'm cheering you on. Now I move from your coach to your cheerleader. Like I am in your corner. You are doing the thing. And so yes. often we find ourselves in these relationships or pause because Instead of relationship, you say something else. I do. I say relationships. Say more because I wanted to. Uh, yes, say that. Mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. relationship. Relationships. When we put the ing on something, it's active. It's happening. It's in process. Right. I feel like people get in relationships and they die. Oh, I'm in a relationship, so I stop working. I ain't got to look pretty. I ain't got to show up. I don't have to be present because I got the relationship. No, but if you're in a relationship, you understand that this thing is ever evolving, ever changing, ever transforming. And so I too have to ever evolve, ever change, and ever transform in order to meet it where it's going. Or we will change and transform apart. And that's okay because we honor that we were meant to be on this journey at this time. (laughs) And now we must part ways. But there is always an honoring that it is an ongoing process. I know, honey. I know. I know, I know. <laughs> wait, wait till my books come out, honey. Wait till my books come out. Oh my goodness. I, first of all, language is everything. Mm-hmm. And what we say to ourselves is everything. And the way you're able to so eloquently break that down and the reason why you use this term I've never heard anyone use a term that term in that way <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know and be able to hey so so yeah you're absolutely right I did say I say this and this is why like you just broke it down that is definitely going to be a a snippet because that was something that was something powerful that I think probably went over some people's heads. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, you don't have to say the whole thing, but break it down that ING at the end of relationship. Like what exactly? Yeah. Again, go ahead and say that again for us. Mm-hmm. If I can remember, cause you know, it was, it was, it was flowing. It was that, flowing. Was, that was flowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the ING is the active part of the relationship. Right. It is a relating. It is happening in real time. People get into relationships and they die. And when I say they die, I mean the 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 activity of it, 
the life essence of it, the presence, the the passion, the potency, it dies because you feel like you've already achieved the thing. But what if you ask yourself, what if every day was an opportunity to relate to you, to love you, to connect with you? That's relating. That's relating ship. That's in this right here, right now moment. And it does not end once you in it. It only continues. And now we have the opportunity, the privilege to be in loving, connected, inspired, intentional relation. Mm. Intentional. Intentional. That's, that's a big word right there. Intentional. Ra, how can we support you? Aaron. <laughs> 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 how can we support you how can we find you on social media like where do we go yeah. to find you um so on social media i am raw the wizard r-a-h-t-h-e-w-i-w-i that's not like i'm saying a i-z-a-r-d raw the wizard oh just that it's some scammers out there it's a lots of scammers out there it's about seven eight profiles with underscores and zeros and ones. Don't do them. I only got the one. I'm only me. Ra the Wizard on Instagram. Ra Crystals. See, if y'all if y'all been liking my wares, for those of you who are on the podcast, sucks for you, but those of you who can see me. <laughs> this is why I told y'all y'all need to go to YouTube and watch the interview. <laughs> if you can see me all of these all of these adornments i made by hand this is my work rock crystals r-a-h-c-r-y-s-t-a-l-s you can also find that on um, instagram and i have a website for rockcrystals.com and then if you're looking for my work my personal work the transformationwizard.com it's all regular spelled out as long as you know how to spell correctly you'll get there and you can also google me honey a raheem white and i'll pop up looking just fabulous I don't know what they're going to, I don't know what the Googles have of me today. <laughs> the Googles, because it's most The Googles. <laughs> oh my goodness. You are a, a, a trip. Definitely pack my bags for this one, though. That was a good trip. Um, what, what do you have to share? that maybe you haven't shared yet? Um, anything inspirational or educational or anything like that? Um, what do I have to share? Mm, I do. Here we go. Let's have a moment. If you're driving, you might not want to do this. But I just want to give us a way to ground ourselves. All right. So I, I'm also um, certified in yoga and social emotional learning facilitation. And I help people to find more ease and grounding, especially when they're experiencing anxiety. Mm. So if you are a person who experiences anxiety, this right here for you. Have both feet planted firmly on the earth or the ground. Find your spine nice and long. Both of your hips sitting nice and anchored into your seat. Shoulders are relaxed away from your ears. I invite you to lower your gaze or close your eyes just to bring your awareness to an internal space. If you desire to re receive energy, you can rotate your palms up on your knees. Or if you desire to feel more grounded, you can rotate your palms down. 
Just take a few moments here, allowing your body to relax. Take a full exhale, emptying your lungs. Deep inhale in, allowing your belly to expand. Exhale, soften. Inhale, expanding into the fullness of you. Exhale, release what is not serving you. Again, inhale, expanding into your backspace. Exhale. Last time, biggest breath yet. Inhale, expansion, possibility, and joy. More air, more, more, more. Sigh, exhale. <sighs> know that you always have within you everything that you need. Your power is infinite as you are a reflection of divine source energy. God, God is the grand creator. And that you were placed on this planet to do something that is uniquely tied to you. That only you can do. And it is so important for you to honor the uniqueness that you are. Because that is your greatest gift to humanity. Slowly wiggle your fingers and toes, activating your physical awareness, back, back, back into your body, back, back, back into the now. And when you're ready, slowly blink your eyes open. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 Now imagine having a girl for three hours, honey. You go, you, you, you're gonna be changed. You're gonna be. You're changed. gonna be a whole different person by the time. Listen, listen, uh, listen. Okay, listeners, if you are driving, definitely do not do that. Um, <laughs> definitely do not do that. If you are operating any type of machinery, doing anything where obviously you need to be super present, do not do that. Wait push pause, hold on, and then get to a space, a safe space where you can actively participate in that small little meditation we just did. And you definitely want to do that. Um, it's going to unleash, unlock um, something inside of you. I don't know what exactly what it was for me, but there's something that's, that's opening. And mm -hmm. I have no one to think other than Rob the Wizard. Thank Rob you, the Wizard. Listen, thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you so, so very much. <sighs> Whew. Okay. I have one final question for you. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. What does resilience mean to you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> resilience to me is the ability to continue in the face of adversity, to be brave when you want to be fearful, to be loud when you want to be quiet, 
to be big when people around you demand you to shrink. Mm. That is resilience. To be big when people around you demand you to shrink. To be big when people around you demand you to be to, to demand you to shrink. Mm. There's that's literally resilience and action. You are you are active in 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 becoming. You are active in becoming all that you are destined to become. Ra, I am so ever thankful for you spending some time with us and sharing your stories, your systems, and your strategies, and having a greater human experience. Mm, thank you. And I am so glad to continue our relationship, honey, in this mastermind. <laughs> y'all don't know, but we're going to be speaking all over the world. So y'all better get ready, honey. This is the beginning of Aaron and Ra. Okay, period. Just so y'all know. Bloop, dropping that. Just throwing it out there real quick because um, we're definitely probably going to be tag teaming on some events. So. Hello. Just a heads up for y'all. Get in where you fit in now because it might be too late later. Huh. Mm. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate and review. And remember, resilience in action will always lead to a greater human experience. <laughs>